1: Hey, hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Take a seat, get comfortable, take your shoes off. I'll put the kettle on. Let's have a cup of tea. How are you? It's Tuesday. I mean, I don't know when you listen to this. I've had a lot of new listeners, which I love, and they're like listening to them all sporadically. That's the absolute opposite of what I mean. They're binging them all in. In order, I don't know why I use the word apparently; it's wrong. God, my vocabulary—it's actually really come to um, my attention that my vocabulary's really just gone out the window as I've gotten older. I think I said this last time, but oh, how are you? How you doing, girlies? How you doing, boys? I—I've had a bit of an anxious time the last few days. I don't actually know if I've ever mentioned on this podcast, but I've always suffered—not always—since I was about twenty, nineteen. So it's about nineteen. I've always suffered with um, crippling health anxiety, had therapy, like it was, it really took over my life for a period of time, felt like I had it fully under control. Now as I get older, realising that my anxiety actually just manifests itself into different aspects of my life, um, it doesn't. it hasn't actually ever gone away, I just because it wasn't about my health for so long. I assumed I really conquered it, really got it all under control. No, it just moves on to other areas of my life. But right now, it's straight back onto health. I'm convinced I'm dying. And as soon as my life starts coming together, e.g. podcast, got um, an audition today, which, you know, is positive for me, even though I can't attend, but it's still positive. Getting, you know, I'm working again, so my finances should be sorted out. I start to tell myself that, a successful version of Leah doesn't exist, so she must end up dead eventually. Like, oh my god, I just keep telling myself I'm just on the brink of death all the time. But I'm not going to talk about that. But if you are one of those people, um, trust me, you, you don't know how it feels unless you are one of those people. And if you don't know how it feels, I hope you never, ever, ever do. I'm so happy for you. It's a very, very consuming, dark place to be. Um but because I've been here before and I've come out of it and I've gotten through it and you know come through the other side I'm it sort of helps me get through it when it when it spikes up again because I think we've got through this before we know how this works we know this shit ain't real yeah this is just all a story in my head but um this episode is not going to be about anxiety oh my god so funny right I was on the train it's not funny I was on the train yesterday right On the tube, on Jubilee Line to be exact, and the doors about to close. Beep, 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 beep. On runs this guy, and rather than just like throwing his whole body on the train like most people do, he just like put his head first. Like I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Like obviously on the tube, they're not automatic doors, hun. Like they're not; they don't just sense a body and just reopen. Like they have to crash. Shut before they open again because it failed to close, and he puts his fucking full-on head in between these doors. Cheeks get absolutely mushed in between the train, right? His glasses, poor guy, his glasses broke. They cracked on his face. Listen, I don't get it. This is why. This is why. When that you hear that beep, beep 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 beep, and the doors are closing, we do not run. We just pretend. I wasn't even going to get on that train anyway. I'm just checking out the platform. Like, I'm I'm not getting on that train, babe. Do you know what I mean? I'm not running for that train. Because that is exactly why. He is the example of why we do not rush to get on trains. And do you know why? Because there's one every two minutes. There's literally another one in two minutes. And you just risked your life for what? Where are you going that you cannot possibly wait two more minutes? You've just risked your whole entire face. Like, it's not even like he just shoved his shoulder through like most people. They go in sideways, don't they? They're all like, whoa, and then they play off really cool. His fucking face has cracked his glasses, came flying off his face, hit the floor. Oh, I was devastated for him. Everyone was like, oh, you're right, you're right. And like, he was just like, yeah, yeah, just made it. <laughs> you know, inside he was dying. I was dying for him. Oh my God, poor boy. So yeah, lesson learned here today, girlies, is if you're missing the fucking train, do not run for it and do not put your face first. Jesus. Also, another story. I went to the doctor today to pick up more, more of my contraceptive pill. Struggled to get that out, um, which I do actually want to do an episode on because I've had some real complications around contraception and contra- <laughs> contraception and um, periods, basically. That I would love to chat about. Um, so I'll I'll make a separate episode, maybe a bonus episode, a little one about that. But I went to get my weight checked and my blood pressure checked so they could release more of my prescription and the woman you know I don't know what it is any of you doctors like GP receptionists, if so like what the fuck did I ever do to you do you know what I mean like why do you hate me why do they all hate me like a GP receptionist you ring up you're like can I make an appointment no why what's the matter with you like oh my god Sharon, like, I'm just, I just need to talk about my pill. Like, they've just, they terrify me. Anyway, so I had to go in and the receptionist do your blood pressure and stuff because, you know, I suppose it's a waste of time for an actual GP or nurse. And I, I said, Oh, do I need to take all my trainers for the scale? They're quite chunky. And she went, Oh, no, you don't weigh anything anyway, so it won't make much of a difference. <laughs> Thank you. And it made me realise every single time, not just at this GP surgery, all of them in my life, and I've been on contraception for a long fucking time, every time I've gone to get my um, weight taken, they all, every single one, make a comment about my weight, every single one, that I'm really light, or how tiny I am, and look, you might think it's a compliment, and do you know what, recently I've been feeling a bit greedy, feeling a bit tubby, so I I was pleased to hear the words you know, it won't make much of a difference because you don't wear anything anyway. I was like, I'm like, study the caps, Gabby. Do you know what I mean? I was a bit like, oh, thank you. But it just made me realize that every time they make a comment, and like, what if I was somebody that really struggled with body image and being underweight, or if I had an eating disorder? Like, luckily, God forbid I don't. But if I did, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? How can you say that to a girl? So uh can anyone else relate like has that ever happened to anybody else I just realized that that it's happened to me every time they always mention it and I'm always, if they don't I'm, a, I'm a, like am I getting a bit do you know what I mean so yeah just thought it really came to my attention today and I thought oh fucking how? like that's not on is it it's really not on anyway how are you what's going on in your lives how was your weekend if you went out what did I do on the weekend oh I worked I worked a lot and then I had a really anxious day but do you know what I had a day off work and I appreciate it I'm gonna be so busy now this is like my last day off for like two weeks straight it's gonna be an intense two weeks but once it's done it's done so they there may or may not be a bonus episode on Friday I'm gonna be really 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 busy but I will try my best I do think I'm gonna get Jake my boyfriend on the next Tuesday episode so any ideas that you guys have for a girlfriend, boyfriend episode, any cool little features that you think might be fun, do let me know. So let's get straight into the weekly debate. This one was sent in by one of you guys this week, which I find really cool and really exciting. I really struggled. I just could not come up with one for the life of me. So let's have a look. Um, It was, how do you feel about paying on the first date? So let's have a look. Some of your responses Actually, quite shocked me to be honest. But let's just scroll down to the bottom and see what we've got. Okay, I like splitting the bill. I actually feel awkward when they pay when they pay it at all. Oh, do you know what? I feel awkward as well. I will say I've never been on a first date dinner date. Like I've never done dinner. I've only ever done like drinks, like a little pub day or like a little bar. I've never done a restaurant like for me that is a date and that is really scary to me so I've never done it I also need just I always need a bit of liquid courage so I just want to get drunk on the first day it's real it's, it's not healthy it's actually quite toxic to be honest and shows my insecurities but never mind um so I physically cannot relate to like how that would feel if you'd met them for the first time I just couldn't imagine it do you know what it gives me the ick the thought of like sitting in a restaurant opposite someone you've just met for the first time and you like have been texting it just gives me the ick it's so awkward like what are you gonna get oh I might get the um steak all right billy big bollocks do you know what I mean then they start going oh you don't you don't have it uh, well done do you that's fucking hell that's just burnt you know oh yeah I like it blue oh you're odd. well done So yeah, restaurant dinners, I mean, dinner, restaurant dates, whatever. They've always felt really awkward to me. Anybody else? I feel like that's a common feeling towards dinner dates. I mean, it's very romantic and quite mature, actually. I feel like it's quite a grown-up thing to do. Maybe I would do that at this age, but I haven't been single at this age. Hopefully, I'm never single again. God, that's that's a mad thought, isn't it? But yeah, I just couldn't, I don't think I could enjoy it. But anyway, I'm going totally off topic. Let's read out some of your responses. Somebody says it's a no from me with a queen emoji. So she's like, I ain't paying hun. I ain't paying. I ain't staying here. No, I I get it. I'm I'm not shocked at at these people because at these people I don't mean it like that, but I mean the people saying no I'm not paying. I know people like that. I've heard people s- talk like that before, so that doesn't make me go like, <gasps> so um yeah. Somebody says, to be honest, I really don't mind. I think it's society standards that make us think men should pay. Definitely, it's an old-fashioned gentleman thing, isn't it? Like the lady should never pay. It's old-fashioned for sure. Um I would always offer to split the bill and would be happy to do so, but if if he pays, that's cute. And you can offer to pay for the next one. Now, this is what I always think, right? if if personally now I'll tell you my opinions what I think I would always do I would never go to a date that I I couldn't pay for like I would never order something on the menu that I didn't have the own money my own money to pay for I wouldn't I wouldn't turn up to the date without money in my bank account essentially like I'm going to that date with the intentions to pay um and when it comes to the bill I'd I'd get my card out one million percent and I'd be like let's go halves like you know like why should you pay and if he's if he's like no like I am paying for this I think if you actually like each other or if you don't it's a really good signal to decide if you do like each other because you or he could go or her depends if you're on a date with a woman or not but this is obviously we're talking about if it's you know, the old school, the gentleman pays. So I suppose if you are on a date, a woman and a woman, who pays then? Because then you're, then there's no one that's following the old school, old school um, stereotypes. Do you know what I mean? So that's an interesting one. I suppose that's probably a bit easier because no one's under that pressure to be like, oh shit, I'm the guy I should pay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, anyway, as I was saying, I feel like it's a really good way to signal you know if if he pays and he's like no trust me let me get it i really there's no way you're paying then if I, want, if I want to see him again i can be like okay i'll get it next time and then he'll be or he'll be like no i'll pay you get it next time do you know what i mean and then you know oh shit he wants to see me again or he knows oh shit she wants to see me again and if they don't say that if it's just like no trust me i'll get it don't worry about it then it's like oh does he want to see me again sometimes you just I feel like you just know and you're probably on the same page but then it's also awkward because I feel like if you went on a date with a guy and you really didn't get on or like it was like a shambles of a date or something I would feel bad him paying for it because I think you work hard for your money yeah like you're a hard-working adult as am I this didn't go to plan we're not going to see each other again why should you buy me dinner do you know what I mean but then also it's like why should he only buy you dinner if it goes well but uh, you, do you know what I mean it's a, it's a difficult one this is why we're debating it all right let's see some more responses as love as oh my god I'm literally having a stroke god, I fucking can't speak as lovely as it is if the guy pays unless I'm 100% sure there's a second date I'd prefer 50 50 yeah I suppose that really backs up what we were just saying I feel you should always offer to pay but on a first date I would like the man to pay Yeah, so you're like, I'm gonna offer for sure. Like, I'll offer, babe. Do you know what I mean? But you, low-key, if he accepts your half, you're a bit like, whoa, bit rude. (laughs) Okay. On the first date of my boyfriend, I tried to pay, but the waitress refused to take my card. What the fuck? Okay, as a previous waitress, and I do a bit now... I would never. Oh my God, that's rude. I actually think that's really rude, especially to the boy because it puts on so much pressure to him. Um, oh yeah, that's rude. (laughs) I would never do that. Um, I don't mind at all, but always love an offer to split. Whoever asked the person out on the date should pay. Okay. I like that. I do like that. It's like saying, if I ask you out, let me buy you dinner. Do you know what? I think that's quite empowering as well, don't you? It's quite like sexy. I feel like a man would find that quite attractive, being like, let me take you out. Let me treat you to dinner. I feel like that's quite sweet. Um, Split the bill always. I don't mind paying, but would be nice for the man to offer. Depends who asks. If the girl asks to go out, she should be fine with paying 50. Yeah. But then also, if if he asks, I think you should be fine with paying 50. Do you know what I mean? But like if you actually think about it, why should he buy you dinner? Like let's let's throw out the stereotypes, the like expectations of men and what's what makes somebody a gentleman and what doesn't. Why should this man spend his money on you? No? Does that make any sense to anybody? Like just like he is never gonna expect you to spend money on him. You know, spend it on yourself. Buy your own dinner if you want, babes. But Let's say you go into a nice fancy restaurant. That bill's going to be two hundred quid, maybe even a bit more. And if you go in some fancy places in London, getting a few cocktails and bottles of wine in that, that's going to be a expensive bill. And you want him to just pull out his pocket, like for what? If you had to think about it, why should he? I know it's like, it's nice and it is a compliment and it's a lovely, kind gesture, but I don't think it's expected or I don't think it should be expected. I know a lot of people think it is because they believe in, you know, like old school romance and they believe, they believe in being a gentleman and holding the door open. But do you know what's funny? Like a feminist will preach feminism, 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 feminism. And then they're like, um, I'm not paying my bill. <laughs> i'm kidding i actually feel like a lot of feminists are offended by men who say uh, uh, put your card away i'm the guy i'll pay i think that is offensive to some women especially a strong feminist it'll be like um and do you not think i earn my own money do you not think i work just as hard as you do you not think my my yearly rate is as high as yours no businessman over here do you want to know how much i earn no <laughs> that's a bit far but um yeah interesting um I like to go 50-50, but if the other person insists, then cool, I'll pay next time. Love that. Um, happy to pay my way, but makes me feel like they like me more or are more invested if they pay. I would agree, I would agree that it feels like they are more into you if they pay, but then I also feel like you can tell when someone is just doing it because they either feel like they have to or they're like trying to impress, do you know what I mean? Um... I get this one, you get the next one. If not, see you later. So she's like, "I'll buy the first day, and you can buy the next." All right. Um, I feel like it's nice to offer. However, if he declines and pays, it shows true gentleman. Okay. But then, who? What is a gentleman in our generation? It's different. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was offered to pay, but secretly want them to. But. who doesn't want to be spoiled? Yeah, that's fair. I think it's it's like you feel treated. You feel like, oh, what a treat. Spoiling me, such a treat. And that's the nice feeling. Um, whoever asked the other other out should expect to pay, but it's always nice to offer to split. Somebody says it gives me the ick. You paying gives you the ick. I mean, the bill, the bill moment gives me the ick because it's like, oh, here we fucking go. But... I also feel like, do you know what is quite sexy? I know this contradicts what I'm saying, but when they just like go to the toilet and then they just pay and then they like sit back down and they're like, and you say like, oh, should we get the bill? And he's like, oh no, I've done the bill. That is quite sexy because it's like, I didn't do it to impress you. I didn't want to cause a scene. I didn't want to make you feel like you had to offer. I just wanted to get it done sorted the bill don't worry babe that is really attractive and really sexy but imagine if a girl did that I feel like that would be really sexy if a girl was like I'm gonna go get up go to the toilet and you go to the to the waitress and you're like can I settle our bill please and you pay the bill and then he's like oh can we get the bill please and she's like oh it's already done and you're just like yeah don't worry about it babe don't worry about it you can treat me next time that is really sexy and I feel like really quite empowering but only if you feel like you're going to see each other again. Otherwise, save your money, sis. (laughs) I'm not too bothered. I'd like the boy to offer, but I'm happy to pay half. Intended to pay if I'm the one asking them out. Offer to split the bill in any other scenario, but if the one asking me out wants to pay, then I would be grateful and accept. Of course, always, always show gratitude. Always. Never be that girl that sits there, doesn't even get her purse out doesn't even offer like doesn't even flinch when the bill gets put on the table she just stares at him with her arms folded blinking at him like pay up hun be like oh my god are you sure that is so lovely honestly I appreciate that so much you didn't have to do that that's really really nice I know like just because you're the guy you feel like you have to pay but you really don't that's really lovely <laughs> just really overdo it like that <laughs> um call me odd-fashioned but I'd be put off by this maybe go halves on second date but not first so you're not ever willing to pay the full bill you're like I might pay my way on the second half. I mean, second date. (laughs) Okay. Fair. You know, everyone, each to their own. The girl shouldn't pay on the first. It should be the guy or at least 50-50. I feel good. If they pay, I feel like I owe them something. I'd rather it be 50-50. Okay. True. I feel like if you in your head decided you don't want to see him again, but you were getting the vibe that he wants to see you again. And then he pays the full bill. Like, How are you about to message him and be like, I don't want to see you again after he's paid for you? Like, that feels a bit muggy. I feel like if you've definitely decided you don't want to see this boy again and you feel like he wants to see you again, pay your half. Do not take this boy's time, money, and get his hopes up. Do you know what I mean? All together, like, you know, let the boy down gently. And don't don't let him down and rob his money do you know what I mean but you know this is all just my opinion if you want to rob his money you rob it hon. um I'd prefer not I think it would give me bad vibes however I wouldn't mind 50 50 so you're like if he wants me to pay it's a red flag I wouldn't mind going 50 50 but I'd rather not <laughs> okay it would depend on whose idea it was or who but the table I'd happily pay or go halves green flag if the boy pays or happy to go half and half i would not be paying it all yeah i don't think i'd ever pay it all it would be quite attractive and sexy to like just treat him for once because i bet you'd probably be the first girl that's ever done it but then if he wasn't into you and you were into him that would probably give him the right ick probably be like oh my fucking god she's in love with me twat um i pay my way or pay the bill guys deserve deserve to be treated too yeah 100 percent um I think it depends if you ask them then you pay but if they ask you then they pay yep lots of people saying that I think for the first date split it it shouldn't be just expected for the man to pay I'd go half unless they offer okay we've got I wouldn't expect it nor would I reject it I think that's a really good way of saying it like I would not expect it I would never be like get your card out darling but if he was like let me pay trust me you're not paying I'm not going to be like, no. Let me pay, please. I'll be like, no, no, okay, fine. <laughs> no, no, honestly, okay, fine. <laughs> Either half or pay for what I got. Just getting... No, you can't do that. Just getting to know them. They don't owe me anything. Okay, 100%. But, okay, let's never do the whole, like, okay, well, you got the steak, which was £25, and I only got the Caesar salad, which was 18 Um, And you actually got four beers, and I actually got two glasses of wine. So you, if I pay... Um, what's 18 add 9 add 9 no don't do that just go let's go bang down the middle darling let's not do that fucking hell take my advice never do that just for the sake of a couple of quid um unless he's splashing the cash going on all the fucking like getting all the whiskey in and everything then you maybe halfway through the day go what do you think's paying for this whiskey but it ain't me don't do that um I would always offer to pay or go halves but in my experience the guy usually insists on paying um if I ask him out I'm fine with paying but otherwise I appreciate the gesture a lot old-fashioned but I'd want the guy to pay and spoil me obviously if I'm in a relationship I'm happy to split oh my god yeah of course so my first date with Jake we went out for drinks and we just did rounds like he went to the bar twice he got the first two rounds and then I went to the bar, but he, he was never like, no, 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 like, I said, I'll go get us another drink, do you want, like, what do you want, do you want the same again, he was like, um, I'll go, and then I was like, no, no, it's fine, would you want the same again, he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, and I just, like, went to the bar, I actually got given them for free, um, and I did tell him that, so he still did pay more than me, but, you know, the thought was there, okay, um, and I think that's a really nice way to do it, like, if you're going for drinks, get rounds, do you know what I mean, be like, I'll go to the bar next, I'll, your turn to the bar, I'll go to the bar, Um, And then you could like, when it's your round, just get a couple of shots in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a really nice way to do it. So yeah, I love that debate. Um, Most of us are happy to split, but would rather not, I think is the gist of it. Um, So yeah, the next bit on this um, episode is I came up with a little idea that I thought was quite fun. So... I posted on my story on the Lear on the Line Instagram page about um, questions that you have that you don't really have anyone to ask, whether they be about periods, shaving, contraception, sex, like masturbating, like anything that is a private or secretive, or taboo topic that you feel like you don't really have someone that you can talk to about it, or you don't want to go to someone that knows you because it might cross certain boundaries, or you feel judged. I am that girl, okay? So I'm gonna read out some of these questions. Um, obviously, I don't have a fucking idea what I'm talking about. I'm answering these as I would if I was your sister or your best friend, which I am your best friend, but whatever. So... Don't think that I'm coming from any sort of expertise. Like I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? We all know that. Um I'm just coming to you with what I would say if if you called me up and you were like, babe, is this normal? Do you know what I mean? Okay. So let's go with the first one. Somebody says smear test question mark. Have you had one and should I be scared? So I am going for a smear test soon. I need to book it actually. I haven't done that yet. Um, because of the complications I've had my period. So they've called me in for a smear. Look, I'm not overly comfortable with the idea, but I also really find power and strength in doing things like that. Like, I just think, let me look after my body and give it the love and attention it needs and deserves and do things like this, because I deserve it. Um, And I see it actually as a form of self-care. So, You know, it's uncomfortable and it's awkward and it's cringy, but we have to do it. Um, so yeah, once I've put that in and I've gone for that, I will talk to you guys about how how it was for me and you know, so yeah, I can't fully answer that because I haven't had one yet. I'm twenty four and you you start them from twenty five. Um, but I'm getting one just because of the complications that I'm having so yeah I will talk about that properly once I have it but yeah like I said I think it's a form of self-care and self-love. Okay um how often is normal to have sex with your partner? So I actually hate the word normal especially in these sorts of conversations because normal is um subjective and do you know what I mean? So I've been in relationships where we have sex every day where we have sex once a week where we don't have sex for ages um and there is no normal because so many different things can affect your sex drive and that's something I'm going to get onto in a minute um and it depends on your mental health your work schedule your um Hormones, like there's so many things that come into it, and all I have to say is you have sex when you want to. Not when you feel like, oh, I haven't had sex with him for two weeks. I probably should. Do you know what I mean? Like, never. Never have sex because you feel like it's been too long and you should. Only have sex because you want to orgasm and you're horny and you want to make love with your partner or you wanna go out and have safe, very safe, um, (laughs) protected sex because you want your body to feel that. So Um, please ignore any idea of normal and just have sex when you want to, whether that be once in a month because you're fucking exhausted and drained from work or because you've been going to the gym and it's messing with your hormones or you just changed your contraceptive pill and your sex drive's really low. So... Don't worry about it. Just, just have sex whenever you want to. So this is going to bring me on to one of the dilemmas, not dilemmas, sorry, responses to that that I got via DM.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello?
1: Um, which is really linked, so I'm going to read hers out. She says... Um, I'm actually nervous and feel guilty even typing this lol but basically I've been with my boyfriend three years. He's an absolute angel genuinely and he's also, I think obviously, very attractive. Prob's best looking boy I've been with but I really don't enjoy sex with him anymore. I haven't had this issue in the past with anyone else and I came off my contraception to see if, if that fixed the issue but it hasn't. He consents, I'm never into it and he's struggling to not take offence which I understand as he's paranoid it's something he's doing which it isn't as I used to be in quotes normal and enjoyed it or that I'm going off him which I'm also not it caused a fair few serious talks and awkward moments I'm stressing myself so much all the time now over it and have no idea what to do or why it's happening love you thank you in advance lol don't have any girls in my family besides my mum so you'll be the big sister for me in this oh my god love you so god I didn't mean to shout them so basically you're saying I've been with this boy three years he's fucking fit as anything nothing has changed but for some reason I'm really not enjoying sex recently or for however long let me tell you I can guarantee and we'll put money lots of money not that I have it on the fact that so many girls listening to this will be thinking oh my fucking god that is me so your sex drive can be affected by so many things it can be you're mentally exhausted you're physically exhausted you're anxious you're depressed your your mind is just occupied with other things or your self-esteem is low your hormones are all over the place it can be so many things and it's not that deep in terms of your relationship I think a lot of people think oh my god there's something wrong in my relationship or I need to fix this or it's my boyfriend or I'm the problem um and that's just not the case. I think the more you think about it as well, the harder it's going to be to enjoy sex. Every time you have sex you're going to be telling yourself, right, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. I've had this issue myself and I used to think to myself, right, get wet, please get wet, please get wet. And that pressure is just no fucking good. Like you're going to tighten up more, you're going to tense up more, your mind's preoccupied. How are you supposed to get horny under all these under all this pressure? Like in not only that, because you're already, you start for some reason. It came from somewhere that you just your sex drive was low and you weren't enjoying it as much. Um, and then you've really focused on that, and it's bothering you so much that now every time you have sex, it's not going to feel natural. Natural and just f- let it, let the hormones flow and let the, let the sex hormones. You know what I mean? Like you're just going to be like, please enjoy it, please enjoy it, please get horny, oh please feel good, like. And it doesn't, you're not going to be able to, like, you're not going to be able to enjoy it when you're when you're thinking about, am I enjoying this? Does this feel good? Or, oh, I can tell on my boyfriend's face that he knows I'm not really into this. I feel really bad. I hope it, I hope it doesn't affect his self esteem. I hope it doesn't think it's him. Like, I think you're putting too much pressure on yourself. So maybe even just take a break from sex. Just say, do you know what? Let's just take a break from having sex for a bit. The pressure's getting a bit too much. It doesn't feel as natural anymore just take a little break maybe this just an this is just an option like you don't have to do this and then when you feel like genuinely horny maybe try a bit of self-discovery on your body like do it yourself like in your alone time to see if that makes you feel good and just see you know what whatever you can do to sort of feel more relaxed about it all it's good that you feel like you're able to have these conversations as well like you said you've had a lot of serious talks it is good in a way that you're able to say like, you know, I'm not enjoying sex. It's not you. I'm so attracted to you. You're the best looking boy I've ever been with in my life. And he's able to voice how he feels, but don't let that take, make such a strain on your relationship. I really don't think so. I think focus on other parts of your relationship. Like sex is, is important, but it's, it's not the be all end all. Like you can go through phases where you're just not horny and that's nothing to do with you or your partner. It can be anything. It can be, stress it can be you're not sleeping properly it can be your brain is just preoccupied all the time it can be that you're depressed do you know what I mean so yeah I think be just don't be so hard on yourself and don't put so much pressure on yourself um you know like you said you know you're insanely attracted to your boyfriend so that is not the problem I think there's just something else going on where your just brain is just a bit busy I think do you have any shaving tips? Um, so I was talking to my mum about this on the phone earlier, like, because I told her about this little segment that I'm going to do, and I saw that question, and I thought, where did I learn to shave? And it was actually from my older sister. So if I didn't have an older sister, I would have had to ask my friends at school, like, do you shave your fanny? Like, and I don't think I would have asked. I think I probably would have felt really awkward, um, and been quite secretive about it. So. You know, I can't even imagine how you got how you girls um, signaled your way through this like puberty changeover as as a teenage girl. Because God, I don't know what I would have done without my older sister. Um, so shaven tips, not really. I would say just like don't use cheap shitty razors. They just do cut the fuck up out of your vagina. I also recommend. Um, to be honest you get what you pay for if you get the cheap ones they're shit if you pay a bit more for like the replaceable heads and stuff they do tend to do a bit of a nicer job um and also shave in all all directions so like down up and side to side and also um don't I, what I've learned is if you want it to be really really soft don't shave when it's really stubbly like if you've shaved yesterday or two two days ago and it's already stubbly don't try not to shave again sometimes you've got it you know what I mean if you're on holiday and bikini whatever or you know meeting up with a boy whatever but if you're if you can let it grow out past the stubble so it's a little bit hairy and then shave because it goes so much softer if you just let it grow a little bit more than stubble so yeah I suppose those those are my only tips and if you're not someone that wants to shave my tips are you do you darling don't shave um somebody says if I get the coil will my will my boyfriend feel it or move it out of place I hate the pill okay so obviously this is something you need to talk to your doctor about not me because i I've never been on the coil nor am I a doctor but just from people that I know i know somebody who said that their boyfriend used to be able to feel it during sex but then when they broke up and she was with another boy who was actually larger said that he couldn't feel it so do you know what i mean i think it depends some people they say they can feel it some people can't some people say that they can feel it if with their fingers like if they go up and find it and apparently you're supposed to do like um regular checks to check that it's still in place but Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think just talk to your doctor about that one, babe, because I would never want to give you any misinformation. Um, Okay, I love this one. Never had an orgasm. Is that normal? Again, let's get rid of the idea of normal. I, I will say I think it's uncommon. If you're like around a similar age to me, I think it's I don't think it's as common to have never experienced an orgasm. But that doesn't mean you're abnormal. Okay, they're very different. So, I think my advice to you is masturbation. I think if I was in your position, I would want to discover my body and how to orgasm and stuff. Sometimes people are like scared to orgasm. I, you know, like if it can be really overwhelming and it can be like, oh my fucking god, like what is happening to my body? I'm scared. I'm, I'm what what is about to happen to me, especially if you're a squirter, you know? I can be like, what the fuck? So, um yeah, I think maybe do it on your own when you feel safe and comfortable, and you're alone. Obviously, um, yeah. If if you if that's not something you've experienced, maybe just try and figure it out figure out on on your own what you like and what you don't like, and see if that helps. Um, but you know, I wouldn't worry. I think so many women like I had years of sex that when I look back was shit sex because I didn't realize what I actually liked until I'd discovered it. So. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I thought I was having great fucking sex when I was like seventeen, and now I'm like twenty three and having amazing sex. It's just because I know my body better. So, you know, from your picture, you you look a bit younger than me. Maybe you're like a few years younger. So, I I literally wouldn't, you know, never worry, never worry about anything like that. So, again, if you're putting any pressure on yourself to orgasm, please don't. But I will say, I've never had an orgasm from penetrative sex. So that is actually really common and I found out that like a small percentage of women can actually orgasm from like actual sex so yeah I thought that was really interesting um somebody says I love my boyfriend of three years to pieces but I can't help questioning if I'm bi or not it's not very important to know because I love my boyfriend I can't stop thinking about it any advice okay I think it is important to know do you know what I mean like just just sorry I just hiccuped I need to hiccup again Oh my god, I did the sprite challenge earlier. Were you not allowed to burp? God, I can't pick up in. Ah! Oh, okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, just because you have a boyfriend doesn't mean it's not important for you to understand yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, this has nothing to do with your relationship. Your sexuality is actually separate. Um, you said you love your boyfriend and you're questioning if you're bi, not gay, so you know it, it's fine. Like it doesn't affect your relationship at all. You fancy your boyfriend, you're attracted to your boyfriend. Um But I don't think that should stop you from discovering how you identify and and you know what what you believe your sexuality to be so I don't think put it in a box and ignore it just because you're in a relationship like obviously I'm not saying go out shagging girls I mean like have a little think about it and if you think you are bisexual if you want if you want that to be anybody else's business you can come out to people or if you just want to keep that to yourself you can just go do you know what I'm bisexual but that's that's up to me to know about and do you know what stuff to do with anyone else i'm in a relationship i'm happy with my boyfriend but i'm into women as well and i'm happy i've discovered that or if you want to tell people go hey everyone uh i'm still with bradley everything's fine with brad but i have discovered that i like the puss and um if anyone's got a problem with that fuck you yeah so that's what i think i think don't ever ignore whatever journey you're going on and whatever you're figuring out just because you of your relationships like prioritize yourself this shouldn't affect your relationship if you feel like oh shit am I bisexual why is that a problem do you know what I mean you, if you're bi it means you, you're still to your boyfriend so your boyfriend can't complain darling <laughs> do you know what I mean um do you ever get worried when the boyfriend goes out with the boys I always feel anxious um I don't know I don't get listen I'm not I'm not fully relaxed all right put it that way But I'm not like, oh my fucking God, like he's going to be cheating on me. But I'm relieved when he's home, put it that way. (laughs) But I think a lot of girls probably do get paranoid and anxious. Um, But also I think a lot of us, for us girls, our comfort and our safe place is our boyfriend. So when they're out, like drunk and stuff, it can feel really weird because we're like where is my safe person, and, like, it's a really weird feeling, but, you know, I quite like that Jake's my safe place, but, you know, I'm, I've, in the last year, I'm really learning to feel like he's still my safe person when he's away from me, do you know what I mean, because after lockdown and stuff, I've really struggled, and I think that probably makes it harder for us when our boys go out, because we've had them locked down in our arms for the last two years, and all of a sudden, they're like, I'm going clubbing, babe, uh, huh? since when? Do you know what I mean? So it's been a bit of a shock to the system, but you know, I'm okay with it. Um, What else have we got? Talking about STIs, I'm scared of getting them slash speaking to partners about them. So I think if you are going to have a one night stand with someone, right? And he does, and he just tries to pop it in without wrapping them up. That is a fucking red flag. That is a red fucking flag. And not only should you say, do you have a condom? I actually think I'll be out there. If he didn't even bring up the conversation of a condom, that, that means to me, you've had sex with other girls and you've not brought up the conversation of a condom, which means you're having unprotected, unsafe sex. And what the fuck is on your willy that you're about to put in my vagina? Um, if you're going to have a one night stand or sex with somebody new for the first time, or you're seeing somebody and, you know, you're about to sleep with them, and if they don't even mention a condom and they try to have sex run for your fucking life because he does that to every girl and that's dirty mate I think it's really attractive if a guy's like oh like I don't have a condom like maybe we shouldn't yeah we shouldn't and we really fucking shouldn't do you know what I mean like how amazing is this sex going to be that I'm going to risk an STI for it not very no no honey like I think okay okay you know what, we're not going to have sex tonight, rather than going, even if you go, well, I got checked last month, what about you, I got checked last week, I don't even believe you, like, you're just, you're literally just trying to get your dick wet, I don't believe you, and it's not good enough, I'm not risking an STI for your dick, I'm not doing that, your dick is not that big, (laughs) even if it was, all right, (laughs) so, listen, I never never have unprotected sex, never do it, I'm not talking about pregnancies, that as well, but, STIs, all of it, mate. It's not worth it. Like, that sex is not going to be that amazing. Do you know what I mean? You can wait another day. You can wait until you've got some condoms and and do it properly and do it safely. You can wait. It's not going to be that good that you cannot wait another day. I read. Okay, let's leave it there for that segment. I really liked it, though. Let me know if you want to see a bit more of that another time. Um so yeah I am going to do some dilemmas today not that many because obviously we've been going for quite a while already but I will do some of course let's have a look what we've got okay let's go with this one Halia, I really need some advice and see you as such a big sister figure you're literally the perfect girl for me to ask but it's a long one I've been with my boyfriend for 11 months now and we're really happy but there's one problem about six months ago so okay five months in he made, I'm just double checking those maths in my head, those maths, okay, anyway, he made about, fucking earlier, yeah, about six months ago, he made a joke about the fact I have no boobs, and in brackets, which, although he didn't realise at the time, is literally my biggest insecurity, I've cried a silly amount of tears over it in my lifetime, I couldn't help myself, and started crying on the spot in front of him, and think it made him feel really bad, because he was instantly like, I'm only joking, I don't care about your boobs, etc. So he did reassure me, but still to this day, I cannot stop thinking about this comment. It obviously wasn't news to me. I'm more than aware of my lack of boobs, which makes me even more angry and upset that he mentioned it. Like, why did he even need to point it out? It's not my confidence massively ever since. For example, I can't bring myself to take my top off in front of him anymore, even when getting changed when we have sex, as I have in my head that it's all he'll be thinking about. Um... That all he'll be thinking about is my flat chest when looking at me. I feel like like it's off-putting for him that I refuse to get changed or take my top off in front of him. But it makes me want to cry when I think about doing it. Because I just know that one comment that me having no boobs is something that has obviously sprung to his attention before. I just feel like shit about it all the time. I don't want to bring the incident back up to him six months later after he already reassured me at the time. Because it might annoy him and to be honest I don't know if anything he can say will make me feel any better. It's literally my dream relationship. I just wish he hadn't massively not my confidence and made me feel not good enough for him because it's a comment I don't think I will ever forget. Thanks, Leah. Love you. Love you too. Now, I totally understand this. Listen, I'm an A-cup. Cl- a I was about to say A-club. I mean, we could start an A-club. I'm an A-cup, if that. I don't wear bras, basically, essentially. There is no sag. There is nothing to droop. There is, there is nothing to even cup. I don't even have a handful, okay? But here's my thing. I'm okay with that. And all my life, from boys I've been with, they tell me I've got no tits, pancakes, like a boy when I lie down. And it's never affected me. And I think the reason it hasn't affected me is because I don't see it as a bad thing. I don't see small boobs as as unattractive, personally. I've never thought that. I think the difference between us, because obviously we both have small boobs, yeah. Um Jake says to me all the time that I've got no boobs he cups my boobs and goes I love your massive tits he, he knows they're not massive he does it to wind me up but it don't wind me up and I think your boyfriend made that comment about your boobs because he doesn't see it as a negative thing like you said he just made a comment that they were small he wasn't he wasn't like insulting them I think you said it was like a joke or something and if he thought it was a bad thing, he's not going to do that. Like he's not gonna be like obviously some boys are like, I love massive, juicy, bouncy boobs, and they're not for you or me. But a lot of boys love small boobs, or a lot of boys couldn't give a fuck as long as you've got a nice juicy ass. Um, or you know what? Some of them don't even like the ass, some of them just like your fucking toes. <laughs> but what I mean is I just genuinely don't think he sees small boobs especially yours because he loves your body and he loves your titties he doesn't see them as small being unattractive he's like yeah they're small it's a fact like I didn't think that that was like a secret or like an insecurity thing like I thought you know your boobs are small it's not like I insulted you they are small doesn't mean they ain't fucking sexy don't mean they're not sexy and perky and sexy little pointy nipples you know, they're just small hun, and I genuinely think, just because, the fact that he said it to you, and like you said, he instantly was like, oh babe, like, I, honestly, I don't care, like, I love your boobs, i never, I didn't mean it like that, I, I genuinely hand on heart think, you took it like that, because it's always been an insecurity for you, and I don't know whether that came from you being like, picked on at school, you know, like, I, I got picked on at school of having small tits, but I also just thought, you know what, I'd rather have my tits than yours, but because maybe it's come from somewhere that someone's told you in your life that having small boobs is a bad thing, whether it be society, or friends, or past boyfriends, or whatever. Um, But your boyfriend now doesn't have a problem with it, I only think. Um, yeah, I think you have the problem with it. And he doesn't. So when he's mentioned it, you're like, what the fuck are you saying that for, you little prick? But she's like, what, babe? Your boobs are small. I fucking love them. I love your tiny little tits. Do you know what I mean? I love your... This is what Jake's like. He tries to motivate, motivate my boobs. I'm like, that's my ribcage, hun. You're literally shoving your nose into my actual bones. Like, that actually hurts. But he still does it. He still goes on, on my chest. And do you know what? I love them. I love my tiny boobs. I can wear really nice size four tops and make myself feel skinny but actually it's because I got no tits (laughs) don't worry itty bitty titty committee coming through baby like there's nothing wrong with it um I'm really sorry that that you're you're feeling like this because honestly I can't stress enough how much you don't need to be embarrassed about it like small tits are sexy hun, big boobs are sexy, small boobs are sexy, pointy boobs are sexy, wonky boobs are sexy, do you know what I mean, boobs, they're just fucking, they're just fat on your chest, that feed our actual children, like, I'm not concerned, and neither should you be, I think, you're fit as fuck hun, do you know what I mean, and your boyfriend fancies the hell out of you, he would never make that joke if he was trying to insult you, he would never do that, your boyfriend would never do that to you, you said it's your dream relationship, focus on that, focus on the fact that your boyfriend doesn't see it as a bad thing and get them boobs out girl get them out that's what I say get in the shower with your boyfriend and get your tits out and get them out proud get your tits out is the uh moral of the story today everyone okay girls I think I'm actually gonna wrap up this episode here I only did one dilemma but I wanted to I've really wanted to do that segment today I really just wanted if anyone needed any advice or just had a question they wanted to get off their chest I really just wanted to do it I had the idea this morning I was like fuck it I'm gonna do it more dilemmas next week, I really want to get Jake on the podcast again, let me know if you think that's a good idea, um, and what sort of fun features would be good to have, like, a boyfriend and a girlfriend doing on the pod, um, I hope you guys are all right, I hope you have an amazing week, it's Tuesday, we've got the beautiful week ahead, we've got Miserable Monday out the way, it's Tuesday, well, I don't know when you listen to this, but if you're early, I love you, send me, um, Tag me in your stories on Instagram of you listening to the pod. I love seeing where you are when you're listening to it. Take a pic right now, at this moment in the pod. Put it on your story and tag me so I can see where you are. <laughs> um yeah, I hope you guys love this episode. I hope it brought you some comfort. It's a very girly one this week. Not so much about the boys, which was nice and refreshing for once. Um and yeah, always here for you. Always here when you need a friend or a big sis or a little sis if you're older than me. Um, and always, my DMs always open and you'll always have me for life, darling. Wish me luck for the busiest week ever. or well, two weeks. Oh, fucking hell. Hopefully, I'm in control of my anxiety. I've been freaking out this entire episode because I'm convinced that I'm dying, but I'm just trying to ignore it. Um, I've got an elastic band on my wrist, which is an old technique that my mum taught me. For anyone that struggles with anxiety or intrusive thoughts, when they creep into your mind just flick an elastic band or a really tight hair band on your wrist and it it hurts it shouldn't be like fucking painful like it shouldn't harm you but it should you know it sends signals to your brain and that should get you in out of the habit of allowing your intrusive thoughts to develop but anyway i love you guys so much you guys are the best friends ever um and i can't wait to see you on friday if i actually manage to get one out we'll see (laughs) if not see you on Tuesday. i love you bye